Welcome to WRL Broadcast. I am Hate Mail, and with me today we have Zubaz. Here again. Back to back episodes. And our world famous lantern fan, Du Boy. Hey, that's me. That's me. But actually it's it's actually M4 because he wins more messages, but that's okay. Actually, you know, <laughs> there was the bigger lantern fan I forgot to invite to this, which was Lord Mulliton. Oh, shout out Lord Moulton. That guy that guy's a bigger Lantern fan than him. And I even promised to have him on this episode and I completely forgot. Ooh. Um maybe we'll do a mid month. I wanted to do a mid month episode, kind of where things are, and that'd be a good one to have him on. Perfect. <clears throat> so if you're listening to this, Lord Mully, um, we'll have you on. Anyway, on to the reworks. Let's have let's discuss which one were we talking you- about? Do do Alan first. Okay, let's do Alan Scott first. So, Alan Scott, um, I used him a handful of times, and uh, he seems pretty good. Very good, surprisingly good. Even though his gear set changed, and he's a super tank now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and uh, so he Z- is definitely a super tank. Yeah, he's real tough to kill. <laughs> yeah, Zubaz, right, do you want to give us a kind of just quick rundown of his history? Yeah, I mean, it, the the thing that's different about this month is you've got John Stewart Ultraviolet, you've got uh, Kyle Rayner as Parallax, and you've got Aben Sir, all who have very like scant history. Um, Alan Scott is the polar opposite. Alan Scott <laughs> is the basically the original Green Lantern, the one that came out in 1940. Um, and he has more lore than than really most lanterns uh, combined in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, he 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 is the OG lantern. Um, his, you know, we we do get some questions in game like, oh, why is he not Green Lantern Corps? Um, it was because like his stories predated the Green Lantern Corps as a thing, and his lantern is different. Um, his is actually more magic based. Um, that's actually why I really like John, uh, Alan Scott. Um, he later joins a very magical group called the Sentinels of Magic. Um, he starts going by Sentinel and like he's hanging out with Zatanna, Enchantress, Dead Man, and stuff like that and fits in no problem because he's magic based. Um, you know, but but later on, they definitely kind of retcon him and make him a little bit more into the Green Lantern lore. Um, and then we also get Earth 2 uh, Alan Scott. And Earth 2 Alan Scott is completely different. He is basically like the Swamp Thing of Earth 2. He is associated with the Green. Um, you know, his, his main enemy is Solomon Grundy, who is the, the Avatar of the Grey. Um, which is like, that's the decay and rot and he's the green. So, so Alan Scott really has a ton of, ton of history. Um, and to me, he's a really cool character because like, no matter what you're into, like if you're into the outer space stuff, if you're into the magic stuff, if you're into the, like the green, gray, red, like that kind of stuff, you can find Alan Scott's lore somewhere like connected to all those different parts of the DC universe. Um, so he's just, he's a great character. He's got a, a really good supporting cast. He's got his daughters, uh, that become superheroes. Uh, the earth two version, eventually, he, um, they, they made him a gay character in DC comics, which was pretty unusual at the time. 
Um, so really just like a ton of lore associated with him. And, and I, I think he's always been a phenomenal character. Yeah, he's, um, I, he's a cool character. I've, I've even read and my comic knowledge is somewhat limited, especially compared to you guys, but I do, I have read several issues where he's been in it and he's always seemed like a really neat character in the game. Du boy, what are your overall impressions and what do you think? Uh, he is very good. What he, what he gave up in, in damn with, with, with the Zubas mentioned it with the gear set swap from, you know, being a physical striker previously to now being a tank. Uh, and he's a physical tank. If I remember That's correct. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what he lost and I'm air quoting here lost in damage uh, he way more than made up for in he was already tough to kill because just the way that his old kit was kind of designed like he was tough to kill unless you could get under his shields um now he's like really hard to kill even if you can't get under those shields because his hp is just like through the roof right um especially for someone who can hit you back and likely kill you if you do damage him uh and you're you know not a red character if you're a blue or a green and you're not crit immune you're probably gonna die um so you have to be kind of careful when you attack him because he does have that percentage chance uh i think it's like 50 percent. so one out of every two times if you if you damage him he's gonna punch you back and if you ignore his shields then he keeps his shields which means that his basic is going to crit you 100 percent of the time on the retaliation, which is kind of scary. Um, really, really good. I w- again, I think he is now solidly back to his place in a tier. Uh, if if we're doing tiers on them, but uh, he's very, very good. His damage fell off slightly, but still kills most greens out the gate with just. A basic which so you, is kind of wild so you are so do you you think his damage did go down a little bit i haven't used him in so long that i i um, don't care yes yes uh so there there have been some situations where i'm like okay i'm gonna basic this guy and he'll die and i won't have to worry about him anymore and then i hit hit them and previous alan scott would have wiped the floor with them and and this version leaves them with you know a sliver of hp or a bar of hp so i do think his damage went down a little bit but that's that's to be understood understood when they're making him you know almost twice as hard to kill now yeah i mean he's he is super tanky now i mean the couple of i would say that his his survivability probably almost doubled and his damage went down like maybe 10 percent, maybe 15 so that's yeah, a worthwhile. I mean, the thing is, like, he, he, here's the thing about his damage, right? So his three never really did much damage at all, and it's not a move that you really use that frequently anyway. Um, so that it was like a finisher, like, you know? Right. So it's like okay, no big deal on that. His two doesn't do damage. So when you're talking about his damage, you're just talking about his basic slash retaliation. And yep. what they did was they, you know, they they guaranteed the crit on it, which is good. 
Um, but the reason that it's still hitting so hard, even though he took a huge dip in mm, the power mm-hmm. and everything like that, is because it's now plus 40% damage per shielded ally, which means he's doing 120% damage basically every single time. 160 um, counts. That, it counts him as well. It does I count him? Okay. Yeah, um, I think it's 160%. Yeah. Like either way, that's the reason it's hitting so hard because as you'll see when you play with him, your entire team is shielded every All single time. time. All um, the time. It's just like there, there's there's no way around it. So that's why it's hitting so hard. What you'll notice is if you do start losing allies, like one-on-one, Alan Scott is very, very hard to kill, but his damage takes a huge dip at that point because he doesn't get the boost mm-hmm. from shielded allies. Exactly. He's much stronger as long as everybody is alive. Which is funny because St. Walker is stronger with less. Anyways, I was just I just put this together. <laughs> hmm. It, yeah. You know, crafting some stuff in my mind here. <laughs> but so um but yeah. Obviously one of the first legendary you take. Yeah, I was gonna say that like, that was the old one, and I'm guessing that's still the same chant. That's that- Still the same because if he's shielded, he crits. I mean, his basic crits. Like, if he has shield, even if it's one shield, he crits. Like, you can't. Besides Deadshot, higher gun, there's no other, like, guaranteed crit in the game. And before we always had his five as a second, so you use that one? I would still leave that. Actually, I don't think his legendary order changed. He had one, five. And then um, I would probably say two, three, four. Okay, so I had one, five, two, four, three as his old legendary order. So we would just move the three and four around, which makes sense now that he gets it on critical hit as opposed to killing somebody. Yeah, which is is low. It's only 17%, so it's not going to crit a whole lot. So it's kind of a gamble, but... um, Apply, apply two affinity resistance. I think those last I mean, two are, are yeah, I, I honestly, I would probably keep it the same. And the only reason I say that is the three, like while that's, it's a better, it's an improved version of what it was. Alan Scott is almost always at a hundred percent shield. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and, actually that's you know, true. Like, and if he's not like, I don't think you just use his two and he gets get 50%. Right. <laughs> Exactly. So it's just like, to me, that's a move that you're just not going to use that often. I would rather take, you know, I know people kind of knock affinity resistance ups, but uh, it makes him tankier. It just does. Um, You know, it makes him tankier against greens. So if you do run him with Supergirl, he can stack those pretty quickly. Right. So, so I would actually leave it the same. I, after, after much deliberation, I actually agree with Zubaz here. (laughs) (laughs) um okay so let me so we're just gonna basically it stays the same yeah yeah i think the same yeah okay so again i don't think there was a lot of changes it didn't look like in in his i mean there's like if it's shielded if he's shielded it's a guaranteed crit and now the three does um guaranteed crit it also applies four evasion downs, so that's kind of cool. Um, yeah. The problem with those is they do miss. 
Yeah, so it's kind of pointless. So, kind of pointless. Um, but I guess if you put them on there before the person starts evading, then they start evading. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I, I, the only reason I like it is that it's more debuffs, and it's harder for Spectre to purge stuns. Exactly. Right. I mean, it's really exactly. its main use. I agree. But yeah, no, he's he's good. Um, Legendary Order are really the same. He's real good. Real good. Any um, particular teams you're finding him great on before we wrap up this episode? Well, I recently um, rebirthed, high rebirthed my dark side, and running him under dark side has been pretty bonkers because he just basics someone and likely kills them, and if he doesn't kill them, then he most of the time basics again, and that will either A, kill that person, or B, go kill a different person. Um, so that's fun. Uh, running him on uh, teams, I've been, like I said, I've been practicing a lot of siege prep for, for this coming month. Running him with like Parallax um, is kind of nuts because he's just constantly keeping Parallax shielded. Um, honestly, he's, I, I hate to say plug and play, but he kind of can just do, he brings everything you really need, right? He brings damage, he brings survivability. You can kind of, kind of put him on, on any team, um, and he'll be okay. Yeah, he seems like he's, um, I, I'm, I'm actually, uh, this whole month they did a good job. I know, I'm so excited. I'm so happy. All right, we'll go ahead and wrap this episode up. Until next time, thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for coming, guys. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm Josh Urars. Thank you for listening to the WROL broadcast. If you like the show, consider becoming a Patreon. Just go to patreon.com slash WROL broadcast and get early reviews on new characters. And for even more Legends action, check out my daily stream on Twitch at twitch.tv slash joshuars and watch my L5 Etrigan wreck the boys Rebirth 5 Arcus.